a Podcast One production. Trying to find the balance between giving enough of yourself to your child or your children and also giving enough of yourself to your work environment and making sure that you're performing. I'm Margie Hartley, executive coach to senior leaders around the globe, as well as 11 of the top ASX listed companies. And this is Fast Track. Today, how to be a working parent. My guest is Laura Berry, Chief Executive Officer of Supply Nation and one of the Australian Financial Review's 2018 Top 100 Women of Influence. I was in a room in Singapore and the three women in the room all called themselves bad mums. Well, they said none of us are doing a good enough job at work and none of us are doing a good enough job at home. And then two of the dads piped up and said, we feel exactly the same way. So this issue of how to be a working parent comes up in conversation a lot. And we need to think about really, what does this subject mean? I'm so grateful that you've come in today, Laura. You've got a three-year-old son and you're here with us uh, working as a CEO of Supply Nation, which is a national not-for-profit that works with corporate and government programs to integrate Indigenous businesses into their supply chains. Uh, So tell us about being a working mum. What are the challenges? There are lots of challenges. I think probably the biggest one that would go back to your point about mums and dads saying that they are bad parents is uh, the ability to juggle time and give as much time and energy as you can to your child or your children and uh, on the other side of the equation to your work. Mm. So how do you do it? How do you face into this whole idea of time? I mean, my joke is that everybody needs several maids and a stay-at-home partner to organise their life and maybe a secretary or two. It's, I mean, it's, I've got 21, 22 and 23. I'm not living with a three-year-old. How, how do you manage this idea of juggling time? I think you have to be pretty organised, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't all fall apart from time to time. So um, having a really good network around you, a strong support network, which includes your partner or your family at home, but it also includes people at work who support you and um, friends and family who support you on an emotional level too, and it really starts to get a little bit hard. What happens when you have to travel? You go to Canberra a lot. You go everywhere a lot. You go overseas. You have to speak at conferences. You're often in government um, businesses. You've you're you know presenting or doing media. That's a that's a pretty high pressure environment. And I'm wondering how you manage those requirements and your own personal time. If I'm really honest, it's not well all of the time, but I try really hard to, you know, chunk out times when I can travel and when I can make the most of a day. And, you know, I'm lucky enough that one day a week we have our son home with a nanny. And so often if I'm doing day trips around the country, I'm looking for that day of the week to be the day that I can get up really early in the morning and head out to the airport and have a full day out somewhere else in the country. Um, you do a lot of work after hours. You do a lot of thinking and planning after hours after you've put the little one to bed. Um, and you really need, I've got a most amazing EA and she really helps to organise my life on a professional level to make sure that I try to find that balance between being at home and being present with my son and, and uh, 
you know, giving my work all the commitment that it needs as well. So tell me about the morning this morning when you were driving to work. <laughs> I just want to I just want to paint this picture of this one hundred woman of influence. You know, like you're up there, Laura. It's an extraordinary accolade. Tell me about your morning going to work this morning. Well, my son goes to daycare just down the road from the office, and that was a decision that I made when we first put him into daycare so that I could have him as close as possible to me every single day. Um, Sometimes that makes my morning commute pretty challenging. And this morning, um, at the end of a very long week, uh, I had to wrangle my son into the car and then endure a tantrum of quite epic proportions because I wouldn't let him uh, take my mobile phone and watch videos of people playing the bagpipes. So, and then you step into <laughs> uh, a meeting a few, uh, an hour later, where you're making some extraordinary decisions. So it's this double hatting that I think is really interesting for working parents. Have you got any tips for people about how to turn it on? Um, I think you have to be really organised and you have to prepare yourself. And I think you also have to prepare yourself for the fact that there are unknowns and that things are going to crop up that are going to disrupt your day and be a little kind to yourself and have a bit of wriggle room in your day to perhaps cope with those things as they do arise. Um, I've had a situation just this week where I had a, a work dinner on one evening and then I had a breakfast meeting the very following day. And so we're juggling pickups and drop-offs, my husband and I, for our son. And I drove my car into work and I left it um, here overnight. And the next day had planned to, to drive it home, but of course forgot my car key. So my car stayed in the city for a couple of nights. And that meant that Oliver and I had to go to daycare the next day in a taxi, which for me was stressful, but for him was an absolute adventure. So, <laughs> but I think being flexible and being able to kind of roll with the punches sometimes when things do go a bit skew with is so um, what do you do when challenge. your child's sick? So this is a this is something that comes up a lot. You know, mm. this idea of I can't be at an important meeting. The competing priorities. It's a real challenge to know um, as a working parent. What do you do? We struggle with that because we don't, I don't have any family in Sydney. So it is just my husband and I and Oliver. And uh, one day a week we have a nanny and the rest of the days he's in daycare. I am lucky that my husband runs his own business and has probably a bit more flexibility. I'm also lucky in the fact that being the CEO of an organisation, I can really juggle my time quite well when I need to. And uh, so between him and I, we often... Um, you know, swap days depending on our individual commitments. And we've had a lot of that. I mean, we're just coming out of the winter period and, you know, my son's had about four or five colds in the space of, you know, less than three months. So that's required whole weeks off at times. And so often we'll have to take days off, um, you know, in alternate turns. Mm. Um, And that does make it really difficult. Was it daunting thinking about becoming a CEO and a working parent all at once? I know I'm I'm fishing here because we've got a bit of a story and a bit of history. We've known each other for a long time and you and I had a conversation. Mm. Um, do you want to tell the story about how that came about for you? Yeah, well, the opportunity to take on this role cropped up when I was already pregnant and I'd been talking um, about it, uh, uh, looking at the opportunity and then realised that I was pregnant and decided that that meant that I couldn't 
throw my hat in the ring for this role. I went and had a meeting with my chairwoman and she encouraged me to do so, but I was still feeling completely daunted about the fact of taking on the running of an organisation. And you and I had a conversation at the time when I asked, how am I possibly going to be able to do this? I've never had a child before. I've never run a company before. How am I going to juggle both? And how am I going to take on the role halfway through my pregnancy and not be able to you know, spend a decent amount of time in the business. And um, your advice to me was invaluable. I mean, you said you're not sick. You don't have an illness. You are just pregnant. And of course you can do it. Women do it all the time. Um, And you helped give me the confidence that I could do it. And Mm. so um, I took the job on at 20 weeks pregnant and I went into the role and was in the role for three months and then took six months maternity leave and came back and hit the ground running full time when my son was six months old. So I don't know any different now. And in that time, and congratulations to you for being brave and bold because a lot of people wouldn't have. And I I, I'm watched you over the last three years actually take your organisation and what is it? You've trebled the membership, is that correct? It's We've doubled the membership and trebled the number of Indigenous businesses on our national directory. Making a real difference in the community and um, it's really exciting to watch. So let's go back to the challenges. I love talking about those. We've talked a bit about time. We've talked about sick people um, and family members. For working parents, what other, other things do we need to be aware of, possible challenges that we face? Well, you touched on it earlier about the guilt Okay. I think that's a challenge that all of us face as parents, um, trying to find the balance between giving enough of yourself to your child or your children and also giving yourself and giving enough of yourself to your work environment and making sure that you're performing. And I think a lot of us go through periods where we don't think we're giving enough to either. And I've certainly been in that position, you know, especially if there's a lot of other things going on in your life. And this year in particular, I've had quite a a number of things happen for me in my life that have really diverted my focus, both from my son and also from from my work environment. So I think managing that guilt is a challenge and, you know, understanding that as human beings, we're not perfect. Okay. What's the magic formula I'd really like to still know (laughs) about? I used to feel guilty about leaving my dog at home on his own. Um, so I've, um, I'm not one to, to, to really preach about the right way to do this. Are there any ideas about how to manage guilt? I think you need to be present in the moment, wherever you are. I think that's really important. So if you're at work, you need to be present there and not worrying about what you did or didn't do on the morning commute or what you did or didn't do preparing your child's breakfast, for example. If, you've, if you're present in the moment, in the office, at your job, then you're focusing on that. And similarly, if you're at home with your children, being present with them too means that you're actually giving yourself and quality time to your children. So then you, when you walk away, you're not feeling guilty that actually, even though you were with your child, you were spending three quarters of the time with your face on your, in your phone. Yeah, and you see that, don't you, all around. And even people who aren't working parents, you often see them with their kids with their face and their phone and and that's definitely not being present. So back to working parents and these challenges, um, managing guilt, uh, how do you, like to be really honest, how do you juggle all of this without dropping the balls and frankly annoying or pissing people off? You will piss people off sometimes, I think. You won't get it right 100% of the time. But I think being very clear about 
what you're capable of and what you're willing to commit to will make a big difference in that regard. So not taking too much on and expecting yourself to be superwoman is is critical. And I think we've all been in a position where we've taken too much on and we're sort of the duck paddling away on the pool. You get home and you close the doors and you're almost tearing your hair out and almost in tears wondering, how am I possibly going to get through all of this? So being really clear around what you can and can't take on at any given time and and giving those clear expectations back to others to help manage their expectations about, you know, what you're going to do and when. And I'm passionate about self-care for working parents and everybody. But this idea where you're giving, whether you're caring for elderly parents or children or whatever it might be, making sure you stick your own oxygen mask on first. And it's kind of a hard thing to do. Have you got any things that you live by, any principles in terms of looking after yourself? I'm a shocker for it, actually. I think it's one of the areas that I need to spend a lot more time improving on and getting that balance right and getting my head clear. But I think taking some time out for yourself with no one else around and having that quiet time, certainly for me, is something that really helps me to settle and to reset and to clear my mind so that I can move forward and and come up with new ideas or have the energy to take on whatever the next task is. I have to tell you, Laura, I would definitely need some silence if I'm having to listen to bagpipes in the morning going to work with a three-year-old. That Mm. just would do my head in. Amazing. (laughs) Thank you so much. So this idea of prioritising lots of expectation, managing the expectations, I should say, shedding the guilt as best you can and knowing that it's not going to be perfect are all really clear pieces of advice. Are there any last tips for us before we go? Outsource. Oh, tell me about outsourcing. Well, I mean, we're not robots. I think that we, you know, if you're going to get it right and if you want to dedicate as much time as you can to the things that are important, like your career or like your children, and you want to help alleviate the guilt, then outsource some of the stuff that's taking up a lot of your time. So whether it's, you know, someone cleaning your house or doing online groceries so you're not spending two hours going back and forth to the supermarket and having a screeching child in the trolley in the process, you know, those things that take the pressure off really do make a difference in terms of giving you a bit of time back so that you can spend your time in a way that's the most productive for you. Thank you so much for your generous and honest contribution to the conversation today. It's been really great how to be a working parent. Really enjoyed your time with us today. And everybody, don't forget, make good choices. Fast Track is recorded in the studios of Podcast One Australia. The producer is Brooke Carrigan, audio production by Darcy Thompson. For more episodes, head to podcastone.com.au.